Welcome to Volume 4 of the Qualitex Balloon Network Curriculum Series. Let's review some interesting facts about balloons and gas. Brutal. TV Talk Machine. A podcast about television. With Tim Goodman and Question Boy and Justin on the Dogs. Dora got a gun. Dora got a gun. Podcast just begun. Even Justin's on the run. What did Tim and QB do? Is Dora's last IOU. She thought she'd take him down easy put a bullet in the brain. But man, they had it coming, now the door's got a gun, you know their ropes will never be the same. Run away, run away from the cave, yeah, 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 yeah. Run away, run away from the cave. P-Page. That was lovely. She really climbed the stairs. Wow, she just went up the ladder on that one. How that about was, that? We we've just uh we've shaken up, I think. That is the very first uh outro, I guess. It was out, right out of the introductions into the intro outro, something like that. It was Justin's idea. We shook it up. We're revolutionizing what this is, and this is Tim Goodman's TV Talk Machine podcast. A podcast about whatever I feel like making. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome Hey-ho. back, oh great one. Thank you. From your time in the woods. Yes. Little, little opens in the woodshed. Charging batteries. Are you, do you feel recharged? Refreshed and renewed? I feel bloated. You, are you tan, rested, and ready? Yes. Like yes. Our and former bloated. great president. Mm-hmm. Bloated? I just, no. I just had a lot of booze. Really? Oh, we were in, it's like fishing, beer, ice cream. It's a great combination. <laughs> oh, and margaritas. <laughs> oh, you know, my drink of choice now. Really? Oh, I love it. You know, I said I don't drink any hard alcohol, so that's like my drink of choice. And I, I, uh, you know, it's we were where we were fishing. uh, It's hot as hell up there. So you know, in the middle of the day, you really you were just immobile. So I uh, started making a bunch of margaritas. Awesome. So you're really roughing it with the blender on the fishing trip. (laughs) Listen, what 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 kind of? By the way, let me just. What kind of man are you? Where you would blend your margaritas? Really? You want a blended margarita? You shake it? Yes. You don't drink a blended margarita. Oh, oh, oh brutal! I crushed the what? ice with it though. You what you were? Hard. All right, way to go. What? Have a daiquiri. <laughs> <laughs> brutal. What a blended margarita. Oh, I'm sorry. This isn't Chili's. Come on, <laughs> be a man. Put some ice in your drink. Oh. This isn't chilling. You just blew a potential uh, advertiser. <laughs> Nobody cares. No one cares. But yes, I was I was gone. We're back after, and we might be off for a while because I'm leaving on. Uh, we're going to do one podcast, one big bloated podcast this week. Bloated, new favorite bloated, word. Yes, uh, to match you, to match me. Uh, heading to Los Angeles. Speaking of bloated, on Sunday for the Death March with Cocktails, and no doubt I will find some device to podcast down from there. Should I take something with me? Justin, <laughs> Justin, Justin, no, okay, he doesn't care. It's not Benny. It's not like Benny. No, Benny would have been, Benny would have been here, you, yeah. helped you, even given you a brief tutorial, right? On how which to use he did, it, which you two years in ignored. A row. Yes. Yeah, two years. Poor Benny, two years in a row, the tutorial never, never used it. 
It's so easy to do. I know. Come I know. on. But you know, I'm much more like Justin. I look over at Justin like, should I, should I, should I get something to bring it down? He's like, mm, whatever. Like, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. You know, he knows I won't. He knows I, for A, he knows I won't. B, he doesn't want to edit it. He doesn't want to post it. We actually suspended our you send it account, so I couldn't even send it back, right? Yeah, so it's, it's, it's over. It's useless. Why don't I, you know what I'll do? I'll phone, I'll, I'll phone in my thoughts to the TVGM doc. Oh, yeah. you should then. That should would I, be funny. Just, Why don't you call in the, the number? That would be so great. Huh? Totally drunk. Hey, hey, Bob Gave. Ah. <laughs> it could be sort of like uh, audio twittering. Audio twittering. Maybe that's a new thing. Yeah. You, you could just twit face. You could continue just, you could do uh, just like 140 second sound bites. From yes, there. I could do that. Yeah, blurbs. Yeah, blurbs from LA. And and blurb being the <laughs> blurbs from LA. So yeah, I'm gonna be down at the Death March with Cocktails through the 9th of August. And who is leading off when you were there? Is it already started or no, no, no. I'm I'm it doesn't start until I get there. You know that. Nah, and I'll be I'll be blogging constantly so we can um uh find all the updates you need right there. All right, so back from the vacation, one other, yet another vacation, and uh, P. Page sings us into the new, uh, the new podcast. What do you think about that? Oh, I love that. Yeah, big Aerosmith fan. Uh, Dora's got a gun. Yes, yes. Dora's got a gun. I'll be humming that all day today. By the way, I just just to set the table for you. Yes. Um, should we talk about? Because uh, I, I know you're not ready for this. You want to talk about any non TV related news? Non TV related I guess, news. I guess no, that was going mean, out of order. That's, I guess. Oh, is that out of order? Is there an I order? TV related news is the first. We already oh. completed that. Should we do that? Yes. TV, well, it'd be. Uh, I believe it would be me, <laughs> who died Friday afternoon. Yes, and so fine. and you've probably seen a clip of me taking off my glasses and starting to tear up at the death of John Fitzgerald Kennedy. And in honor of the great me, I will not do a porno version of me. <laughs> Just yet. That will wait until will you return. So you think for, for uh, uh, so you don't want it to be scandalous to do a porno Cronkite? It would be classless and baseless. Even for this podcast, which is absolutely witless. <laughs> I, witless. Would not, I would not stoop to that level. All right. Oh, great. Oh, great, Walter. Yes. Walter Cronkite. Uh, you are the most trusted TV critic in America, aren't you? That's true. Probably. Do people call you Uncle Tim? Yes, very often. <laughs> Bonjour. <laughs> Is that French? French Cronkite. <laughs> uh, it's impossible to do a French Cronkite, isn't it? Pas de si. <laughs> Au revoir, uh, Los Angeles. Monsieur Goodman. How would you say that? And that's the way it was. I was uh, trying to think about that. <laughs> <laughs> I was failed to come up with that one on deadline, and I rarely miss deadline. Well, you know, one thing about Cronkite, which was great, which we, we you know, you felt the pressure to sort of come up with it quickly because to fill air. Yes. Uh, and I've made this point many times. Um, <clears throat> back in the day when he was on, you know, in the early part of the, yes. the, the news, uh, he just would let dead air, you know, if he had something going on. Like when LBJ was killed or died. died yes. um, I, saw, I saw that clip. Yeah. Uh, remained on the phone. Remained on the phone. On the evening news. A lot of dead air. You did a great job. You just, what were you, what were you thinking? 
Walter, when you sat there on live television? I can't wait to get the hell out of here. <laughs> I was actually ordering a pizza for myself <laughs> and my wife. So you made that whole show. thing up? LBJ had, been, had died hours earlier. <laughs> so essentially what you're saying is that the great vaunted CBS Evening News was no, long, no, no more prepared than the TV talk machine. No, in fact, that's why I listened. I was a constant listener to the TV talk machine for years. Because it reminded me of the CBS Evening News. <laughs> it was unscripted television, just like his unscripted podcasting. Well, we've been around a lot longer than I thought we'd been around. So yes, <laughs> years, years and years. I, I really like do... the way you've been cutting edge. By the way, I did Cronkite the whole time. I went just May. <laughs> You seem to be getting an immense amount of joy from that. I don't want to stop you. You just you look so happy over there. Actually, several months ago, I spent a weekend at the house of Taldar. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I gotta say, I didn't see that coming. Whew. Right in the sip of my old diet coke, right there. Woo! Oh, yes. Wow. <laughs> A fine young man. I really appreciate his use of electronic media. <laughs> All right. All right. I, 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 I may kill you myself right now <laughs> with my own hands <laughs> if you don't stop that. I had uh, my appreciation for a while. You uh, contributed to the Hearst. Uh, yes. Yes. At the, uh, the one that ran on Saturday. And then uh, Leah Garchik had a big piece from local people on Saturday. And I had the appreciation on Sunday's paper. Um. So we all we did our, we did our business. We touched our bases with that. And then um, I would also like to just say I'm not very not really TV related so much. Um, but uh, this week also the passing of Frank McCourt from Angela's Ashes. Wow. And uh, yeah, I I should post a picture. It's kind of uh, uh, one of the one of the best because this relates to, uh, to going to the death march with cocktails. One of the you know legendary par- parties down there all all the time, and also duds too. But probably my favorite in the entire time I've been down there. Um, <clears throat> started out there was a uh, PBS party, not known for their but PBS, not known for their throwing the rocking, sex field booze pouring parties, right? But yes. uh, so I was down there, and I think I've actually mentioned this to you before. I was with uh, uh, Frank McCourt. And uh, Patty, I can't remember his last name, the guy, guy who heads the Chieftains. Uh, and we were talking about Ireland. Big, big old thing. Uh, I won't get into it now, but uh, my family, uh, so my father is from Limerick, which is where Angela's Ashes was set. Uh, and, and the truncated version of this story, I will tell it, the truncated version of this story was that they were just, you know, I could tell something was going on between uh, Patty, the, I can't remember his last name, leader of the Chieftains, and Frank McCourt, and Patty's wife. Uh, and Basically, it was that uh, they were laughing that, uh, and I said, what, what is it? What's the story? And his wife says, you got you to tell him. So it turns out that apparently one of the richest men in all, all of Ireland is a beef baron whose last name was Goodman, uh, also from Limerick, <clears throat> as they all are, apparently. And uh, apparently it was after I had visited Ireland, a gigantic scandal where um, uh, I guess he was in charge of the country's uh, emergency beef supply and was selling it illegally on the black market at enormous profit. Uh, and they uh, it was an investigation found out, and that name, the Goodman name, is now a dark black letter, a black really? G in Ireland. So they they laughed, and they basically summed the story up by saying, "If you ever go back, go as Clancy, because my oh. mother's maiden name is Clancy." Wow. Um, but from that party, 
I went with Frank McCourt to uh, the farewell party for um, uh, uh, what's See, not enough Diet Coke. Uh, late show. Tom Snyder. Oh, Tom. Tom Snyder's very last show uh, was being taped, and and uh, they were at a party for him over on Sunset Strip, uh, in one of the fabulously swank, uh, which is totally out. You know, he doesn't really belong there. No. But it was great because it was just this mishmash of people. So Frank McCourt's there. He's going to be on the uh, uh, Snyder show uh, that night. Uh, it, it's just I think I told you. So there's. Uh, uh, Michael Irvin was there from the, the Cowboys, the, the football player. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh. Don, what's it? Don Rickles was there. Rickles. <laughs> Rickles. Uh, yeah. It's just uh, Don Rickles, right? Of course. Don Rickles uh, and Frank McCourt. That's yeah. a hell of a show. And uh, God, this is this is going to be the worst podcast ever. So I can't remember names. Uh, what's his name? The uh, Little Richard. And, and oh pancake God. makeup, just oh. completely. Little Richard, and, and, and later at the bar, Little Richard and Don Rickles going at it. Wow. Just, and Rickles, just heckle. I, I get up there, and somebody, somebody introduced me to, to Rickles, and just, he just was heckling me, tearing me down. But good, good guy, though. Uh, and and um, uh, Beretta. Oh, Robert, Robert Blake. Blake. Wow. Pre-gun-slash-murder uh, uh, charges. And so... Uh, just this random, like Michael Irvin, Don Rickles, uh, Beretta, you know, it was just, un- just what a crazy night that was. Uh, and so much fun. You'd think like, okay, here's like essentially like a lot of old guys, a lot of writers, a lot of famous uh, authors there. I think Tom Clancy might have been there. It was just this random, random mix of people. And I actually talked to Robert Blake and I said, and he was just really grumpy. And I said, because uh, they had said that they wanted Blake to come to add to the star value. And he said, ah, if they're going to have me here as a star, they're really hurting. Ew. But uh, that night I had my picture taken with Frank McCourt and, uh, and, um, Tom Snyder. So it's, uh, and, you know, I never allow my, I never want to be in anybody's picture. I never, you know, you never want to be, as a reporter or a critic, even just a critic, you don't want to be in anybody's picture. Except if I, it's a hot publicist. Oh, yeah, I have tons of those. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's a, so, to, you know, and it was this great moment because I, you know, I was talking to Snyder uh, and McCourt for hours that night and uh, before they had to go. And so I got my arms around them. And it's kind of like a strange picture now since they're both dead. Um, but it was just, uh, you know, I still have that. I should post that as uh, one of the great, all-time great parties. Going to miss Frank McCord a lot. Great storyteller. There you go. One of the brothers. Farewell to Frank McCord. Farewell to the Irish. Once you, get, you, want to know, have, once you have Walter say good, goodbye to him. Farewell to Frank McCord. <laughs> Captured the spirit and times and voice of the Irish. Right. All right. So I think that's it. And Angela's oh. Ashes, the feel-good book of the song. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, and then the uh, more TV-related news, Emmys. We won't get into that. I will just say she, the shield getting shunned is just unbelievable. Stunning. Yes. And, and still, more, uh, still more nominations for, for Boston Legal. How does that happen? I thought that was, isn't that off the air? Yeah, well, yeah, it is. Why don't you just give it to according to Jim? I mean, come on, just what is with that? Is it is it true? Is it just? I just think. I mean, they had some they, good they, picks. They, see, they're rewarding scenery chewing. They got they got uh, Mad Men and they got Damage. I mean, not Damages. Um, and there was Breaking some damages. Bad. Breaking Bad. Yeah, I mean, those were in. They had to be done. Thirty Rock taken care of. Um, you know, there were some surprises. There were some good nominations and but and some bad ones. That's typical of the Emmys. But I did think they took a step back. From last year, where I think they got a lot of it right, it took a step back this year. What do you think happened? I think uh, somebody was paid off. 
Are you going to back that up at yeah. all? Yeah, somebody gonna... from Boston legal threw a lot of cash around. Wow, that's a, that's a cocaine really, hookers. I don't know if you can, I, can, I can stand behind that. That's you have to. Don't you, no, can I'll you back that. that up at, all? at some point. At some point. Right now, I'm work, right now, it's my working theory. Let's put it that way. <laughs> working, working theory. theory. Cocaine. Wow. Hookers and cash. Yeah. Fueling the Boston legal juggernaut. I'd like to be removed from the uh, libel lawsuit. <laughs> no, no, one's, no one's listening. All right. Now, I, and before we get to the letters, let's just say that I found this one from June 11th. Oh, so, so June, it's very fresh. Yeah, okay. Uh, very fresh. Let's June just pretend 11th. it's June 12th. All right. Good. Sir Tim, Question Boy, and Justin Jason. Greetings from Bill and the 617, which is? 617, Boston. Yes. Boston legal. Perhaps he's a It all comes together like we planned it. I have, this is from Bill, I have been a listener of the TVTM since almost the beginning. Sorry to hear that. As I think about that, there have now been well over 100 episodes, so at an average of 45 minutes or so apiece, that means I've lost about 48 hours, two full days of my life that I will never get back to the non-information, random silliness, and goofy voices that is the TVTM. Right. But I'd do it all again. Oh, love him. Well, thank you, Bill. After all this time, I finally decided I, decided I needed to write be, write in because I saw something that really frightened me. And good thing we jumped on that letter from June, <laughs> June 11th. We lost it, but I found it. Here are the lead paragraphs from a recent Reuters story. Yes. Yes, I get most of my news online. Sorry, he apologizes. <sighs> World econo- and the headline is, World Economy Stabilizing Krugman, like Paul Krugman. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the world economy, sorry, goes. The world economy has avoided quote utter catastrophe, and in, and industrialized countries could register growth this year. Nobel Prize winning economist Paul Krugman said on Monday, "quote I will not be surprised to see world trade stabilize, world industrial po- production stabilize, and start to grow two months from now." Krugman told a seminar, "I will not be surprised to see flat to positive GDP growth in the United States and maybe even in Europe in the second half of the year." Okay, so he says, uh, this is back to Bill, he says, so now Nobel Prize winning economists have adopted the phrase, I would not be surprised. <laughs> so Mr. Princeton, professor, can't come up with a better answer than I wouldn't be surprised? What's next? He's going to outsource questions on monetary policy to Amber in Fr- Vancouver? I mean, Toronto? Nice, nice. On a related note, this is that Bill. was cued, by the way. Yeah, Bill, Bill cued you. Bill cued. Mm-hmm. On a related note... I heard a panel discussion where one panelist kept giving the non-answer of, it depends on facts and circumstances. Oh. You might want to consider adding this to your repertoire. It works well for, should I have HBO or Showtime type (laughs) questions? (laughs) It depends on facts and circumstances. I can use that in my, uh, uh, how do I back up the Boston legal claim? There you go. Yes. It depends on uh, facts and circumstances. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know what, uh, oh, let me just end this. Uh, Keep up the good work, Bill in Boston. Thank Thank you, you, Bill. Uh, there used to be a police inspector, the, the, the head police inspector in Milwaukee when I was there, and uh, writing about crime stories. And his favorite one was, you know, he'd, he'd basically lay out the case. Yeah. And, but he would never, like, totally take a definitive stand. Then he'd go, draw your own conclusions. Ah, yeah. and nice. so I, I love that. Draw your own conclusions. Draw your own conclusions. Like my farewell video, he said, uh, you know, I'm horrible and blah, 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 blah. Draw your own conclusions. <laughs> oh, yeah, a farewell video. Yes. Actually, we've... <laughs> We prepared a farewell video ourselves. Justin and I did it while you were late for the podcast. <laughs> this is the Goodbye Joe podcast. <laughs> oh, don't I wish. George D. from the 415 writes in. Another lost letter. 
This is, yes, from uh, Monday, July 6th, right after the 4th of July holiday. Right. Greetings, Podcave. It's George D. back in the 415. I'm glad you're back, however briefly, from the early summer hiatus. First, and this is something for Justin, so you might want to wake him. Ooh, right. He did. <laughs> Could you go back to the clean-cut endings? Each new podcast runs an extra 30 seconds of the garage band music, which I'm convinced no one wants to hear. <laughs> what say your you, Justin? What, what say what you? What say you? Well, because it makes uh, my job easier, yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It means less work. Excellent. I'm It'll always in favor of that. Whatever George D. wants. <laughs> Thank you, George. For an actual TV question, Tim, how do you decide which shows you're going to ignore? I was on Hulu earlier this summer and saw an ad promote an ad promoting Royal Pains, but since no review appeared in my SFGate RSS feed, I knew nothing about it. Mm-hmm. Finally, Tim, I recommend you check out uh, Barrow's 49ers blog on the Sack B site. Oh, yes. The, the, the Sack B 49ers writer also does a very, uh, very B-Row, as they call them. Very good blog. I know you like Mayoko. Matt but, Mayoko, Santa Rosa Press Democrat. Love but, that guy's blog. Other than Lynch, of course, Barrow's has more frequent postings than anyone, and he's quite good. Or you could just RSS feed all the local papers like I do and end up reading far too much about the team, like how Vernon Davis holds almost all weightlifting records at Maryland, or how Abreu Franklin is the most underrated 49er, according to his teammates. Interesting. (laughs) You were also the most underrated uh, QB we've ever had, by the way. Anyway, I eagerly await the hootenanny, whenever it may be. George D. from the 415. So, oh, great one. How do you choose the... There was a question buried in there. There was, actually. And actually, it's a good question. It's, it's one that's apropos of summer. Okay, so this is really... How, no, it's ser- seriously, this is what happens. <clears throat> Our, my goal, because most major newspapers have more than one television critic. Uh, and if not, then they have like a te- one television critic and one or two reviewers, you know. We don't really have that here. My boss not picks anymore, up... Though. Not though. Well, yeah, they do. New York Times has got like eight people writing for them. Well, not, but USA people. Today. Yeah, there's still people who, who pitch in extra stuff. Uh, but... My boss will pick up some of the PBS scripted stuff, uh, and we, you know, we actually had a, a good. Uh, we have a great working relationship in that we. Our goal is that we try to review everything that's scripted. Uh, it should be impossible to do any reality shows uh, or all the reality shows, and we try to do only the reality shows that we think are going to be fran- or I think is going are going to be franchise series. And um, so our goal is to do all scripted series. Now, I, I've held that up pretty well. There, there's what you know. He's talking about Royal Pains and a couple of, and a couple of others have fallen through, particularly this summer. Because what happens is, you know, I got a ton of vacation that I have to take. Uh, I have to take it in the summer, usually before press tour, and uh, a lot of cable channels will put stuff out. So if I'm on vacation, I can't review it. Just simple as that. And uh, sometimes some of these, um, um, some of these new scripted series from sort of USA or TNT or whatever. They just send it, or, or or even you know even more niche cable channels than that. They just don't do a very good job of promoting their shows. Uh, they get you the ta- the the, the C- C- uh, DVD late, or they send it to you in some weird packaging with like three other things, like two reality shows, and then they tuck the the scripted series in there somewhere. And, and I've just given up. You know, I can't find them. I don't want to go through all that stuff. So they got to do a better job. But you know, make it make my life easier. Yes, actually, you know what? Why don't you just like hand deliver it to me? No, uh, why don't you come over and give me a back row while I watch? Give me a give me a back row, my yeah. Pour me some wine. Uh, 
no, but really, the simple thing is uh, I'm on vacation when some of these shows come in. So there you go, George. We try to do our best to do all scripted series. Sorry to let well, you down. Joaquin in the China Knob in the 415. Area code of record. I thought 510 was. Well, it's, it, it is, but 415 is really, come on, SF. Hello, Tim, Joe, and Justin. I found the below Justin. email I sent. On the knobs. <laughs> In mid-May, and notice it hadn't been read. Ah, stunner. Mid-May, though. That beats uh, Bill's uh, June 11th one. As of, he hasn't, hasn't been read as of uh, TVTM 124. Although it was sent to is. Tim Goodman at SF Chronicle rather than the podcast plural address. So that's on me. In other news, I was watching Chronicle Live a few weeks ago oh. and saw one Peter Hartlob. <laughs> what gives? Is he even a columnist? When will, the people, when will the paper's TV contributor or media writer squeeze out Ray Ratto's awful sweaters, <laughs> oh. Scott Osler's snark, or Henry Shulman's semi-mullet? It appears wow. that way from the SF gate pick. Wow. To speak with Greg Papa, he of the dulcet tones. Love Papa. Happy summer whenever this is read. Joaquin of the China Knob in the 415. Well, okay. he knows now it's red. It is summer. Well, no, um, that, that's just the, the preamble to the actual... Oh, there's email. actually a question yeah, to no, that? That's, that's the... Do you want me to answer the question out. that's in there? What's the question? Oh, why I'm oh, not why? on yeah. Chronicle? Why are you not on Chronicle? Nah, no interest. Really? No. I don't, I, I don't think the TV critics should be on television. No. I, tur- I turn down all, all requests to, turn on, to be on television. Although I'm pals with Papa, so who knows? Okay, here's the question from Joaquin. Uh, Hi there, oh great one and supporting cast. I was playing video games the other night when my girlfriend watched the Grey's Anatomy season finale next to me. Oh. I'm not sure if you guys caught that episode, but I thought I heard a mention of under the bus, <laughs> somewhere in there. Did anyone else catch that? I thought the TVTM was going to get some exposure sh- somewhere, but have I just missed it? I also have a question about shows being adapted for other countries. I know that The Office is a UK import, and that Ugly Betty got its start somewhere else, and has been has since been taken worldwide. What show, scripted of course, none of this reality crap, has been adapted to the most different markets? US series? Yes, I wow. believe so. Or uh, it does not say. I have a question about shows being adapted for various countries. It does not say U.S. I think it means outsourcing. Ah, uh, ooh, good question. Maybe Law and Order. I don't know. There's a Law and Order, the English version. I don't know. Probably something from. I don't know. I don't know what we export. Seriously. Lastly, since I was just listening to QB do Mike from Raleigh, North Carolina, I have another <laughs> request. I would hear, like to hear Mike speaking with the one and only Dickie V. Dick Vitale of yeah, ESPN, on uh, which North Carolina basketball school is better, the University of North Carolina Tar Heels or the Duke Blue Devils? And I'm sure Porno Putin would have something to say about <laughs> wow. Mr. Vitale's first name. Wow. Wow. Just an eclectic to, mix. I have, have to draw that one up Yeah, there. Let's, let's get the schematics for that. Well, Mike from Raleigh, of course, would be for the North Carolina Tar Heels, the, North, the national champions. But I don't know, baby. I don't know, baby. You can't count out the Duke Blue Devils, baby. Yeah, baby. What? Why is, why is man? What is a Vitaly dick? I don't want to. What is that? What does that mean? Vit, vital dick? What I, does not translate to my current language. Wow. You are a diaper dandy. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. Dick Clean in the glass, baby. <laughs> Dick Vitale is very annoying. Don't you find him annoying? Oh, you know what? I've I've grown to like him in the he same sh- way I've liked Cosell. I think, and he's entertaining. At least he's different. Uh, yeah, I, Vitale. I, I can't. I can't. You know, there's a lot of them that I like, but that that's not one. Of I them. don't watch enough uh, college basketball to be annoyed by him. So he's like a uh, fine fine salt, fine seasoning. He's no Harry Carey. Oh wow! 
I think we should do. How about one podcast where it's just nothing but Walton and Harry Carey? Who's our Who's our other great broadcaster that we like to do? Um, well, there's me, of course. <laughs> Again, wow! I haven't left the room. I've been sitting in the corner watching Goodman work without notes entirely. He's done no research at all. Hasn't answered one question yet in this podcast. I had a eulogy for. Uh, a couple of people on the podcast. That was pretty good. Yes. Right? Frank McCourt. That was good Tom Snyder. heartfelt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tom Snyder died several years ago. <laughs> <laughs> T. Good. This is from Wicked Machine. Oh, yeah. Long time. This is fresh. This came in today. Just today. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Woohoo. Came in today. All right. Do it. T. Good, Q. Bizzle, and the J-Dog. Oh, boy. Wow. The Cerrito <laughs> Speakeasy reopened. Huzzah! Huzzah! That is, that is all. I now return you to the Chronicle Wacky Morning Zoo Crew. <laughs> I do a zoo cruise show. <laughs> Radio like it's meant to be. That's crazy. Ridiculous. Uh, what? The Cerrito's back open. I think they're both going to be open. What is that? Do you say Cerrito or is that... Speakeasy. Cerrito speakeasy. Yeah, I think both the speakeasies are going to be open soon. So we can have our choice, I guess, of where to do it. Yeah. Although there's been some clamoring that we bring the Hoot Nanny, uh, well, the TV related Hoot Nanny slash K Fog party uh, to uh, San Francisco venue, which is a possibility. Back to San Francisco. Where, did, where it started, correct? Back in black! <laughs> did you this miss me is, when uh, I was on vacation? What? Did you miss me when oh, I was on vacation? Absolutely. Yes, okay. I did. Good. Cause I, cause... Were you gone? That's oh, nice. <laughs> uh, by the way, I just. I just can you just? I I, I don't want to have this stick in my craw the whole the whole <laughs> podcast. But can you please tell me that you don't drink your margaritas blended? Uh, I I drink them both. In fact, tonight I'm going to have a margarita that is not blended. I'm going to for some right. my friend is in from out of town on the rocks. A little salt, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. the place on Second Street. Um, I can't think of the name. Of it, I don't. But, really I, but care. I should find it. Yeah, you should be able to find it. You should stumble to it. Uh, I should. Yeah. Thanks for inviting me. Uh, it's nice. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. All right, uh, sorry. This is I can't even tell who this is from. This is like a something. Oh, this stuff. is the what's the name from uh, from the who does all the who sends in all the emails through text texting. Okay, what was his name again? God, <laughs> brain dead. Why would you ask me? I'm, you know, I still got uh, I still got vacation on the brain. Clearly, this has got to be, this is, should be the vacation cast. What does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> we get a cut of break on that one. Boy, we and Ed McMahon, we had die last. We had a lot yeah, of people die. A lot dying. of death. Lot of it's death. been a ton. Cruel, cruel summer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, I just we just watched Karate Kid the other night. Peter Hartlaub uh, graciously gave it to our children. <laughs> wow, that was good. You uh, did you little... know that uh, Elizabeth Shue was in that movie? I forgot that. Oh, I felt she's hot. Oh, but you know what? I, she is hot, but it's it's uncomfortable looking at her as a like a. Teenager. Oh yeah, you don't want. Yeah, to know. I, don't want to say, I, don't, I felt weird. I was like, I was like, oh, I don't even want to know that's Elizabeth Shue. I must prefer her as the hooker from uh, oh, Leaving yes, Las Vegas. Absolutely. Yes. <sighs> All right. Uh, sorry for not calling in, but I only type 160 characters on phone. How did you guys like Obama <laughs> at the All Star Game? <laughs> What is this? I can't remember this guy's name. What is he? he just uh, five eight five got all, seven. He got all angry at you last. He goes, why he, was that? Why was he? I was because you didn't understand his like tag name or something. Whatever. 
What are your thoughts, oh great one, about uh, the president at the All Star? You know, I, I I think it's always we have we have an athletic uh, president. Why? Yes, but I was very disappointed in his uh, throw to the plate. Yeah, I mean it, basketball. He must be like a just a basketball freak because his he was de- definitely not a baseball player. He is a basketball freak. Yeah, yeah. plays a lot about a lot, lot of hoop. That pitch was uh, weak. National. It reminded me of one of your <laughs> pirates pitching staff. <laughs> I think it was Paul Mahalam. <laughs> does about as fast as he does. Thank All you. right, we have calls. Oh my goodness! Are you Let's stunned go to by that? that? Yeah, we st- look. We have like a, still a couple more to plow, plow through here. Wow, you're right. It's been a cool summer. A lot of lot of a uh, lot of celebrity deaths this summer. I wouldn't consider myself a celebrity though. <laughs> I was a newsman through and through. I think we're uh, ready. To, <laughs> we're ready to, to call. Ready to retire. <laughs> Hi guys, this is Andrea from Connecticut in the car again. I'm sorry, but when I leave the car, I just I don't think about the TVTM anymore. I don't know why, but it might be because um, I have a life. But anyway, I just wanted to get back in touch, and uh, I wanted to let you know I'm going to be in San Francisco Labor Day weekend for a wedding. So I know you guys are planning that party, and if it was that weekend, that Friday night, that would be great. I'd love to come in and meet some people that I hear on the podcast. But I think it's scheduled for August sometime, so it looks like I'm going to miss it. But I just figured I'd throw it out there. And uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about was um, this TV show, Intelligence, which I know that you've talked about before and some other listeners have talked about it. So I decided to try it out, and it's great. I'm totally hooked. It took a couple of episodes, but for me, that's the same as The Wire. It took me a couple of episodes to get hooked on The Wire. And so now I really like this. It's really good. It's not, I mean, I wouldn't put it on the level of The Wire, but I would put it on par with the shield. So that is pretty high praise, I think. So that's all I have. Hope you are having a great time on vacation, and I will talk to you soon. She's awesome. Wow. Man, she's got good pipes, too. She, don't, you know, she doesn't stumble. No. Like, I have, I have been like a drunk, uh, like, uh, I've been like a drunk Don Rickles stumbling through this podcast. <laughs> drunk Don Yucky Buck. Do you do uh, Don Rickles? Uh, no. So Andrea was just from the car, from Connecticut, just fabulous. Uh, she's she's just got it down, right? I mean, she can just really lay it out there. Uh, and what are you, Puerto Rican? Where's my, where's my daughter? Is that your daughter? <laughs> wow, that's nice. Uh, so yeah, you know, I'm going to check out Intelligence too. I mean, I think that that's it, does, it is high praise if she says it's not quite the wire, but it is the shield. That's if it's in that ballpark. Uh, and she's a she's a TV fan. I'm going to check it out on, on her watch. thing. Yeah, good bash on the on the. On the cast as well. Yes. So uh, Labor Day, she's coming out. Oh no, that's uh, we have to we have to live up to our bargain that uh, any the listener who comes to San Francisco, out of town listener, we, we buy drinks. Our, yeah, yeah. Are we around on that? I don't know. When is Labor Day? Back to school. I have to <laughs> Look be at Justin. Justin. He's just like... asleep. Fast asleep. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll find out when Labor is it in September. It's the first weekend. Of, first Monday of September. Oh well, let's yeah. When she's coming out, let's yeah. uh, Andrea. You know, send us we'll an email. Here. Our kids are in school. We so will. We, uh, we will. Whatever you're doing, if, even if if we haven't had the <clears throat> if we've already had the hoot nanny, whatever. We will still. If you're in town, we will have a drink with you <coughs> on us uh, on the Chronicle. Do you have the Chronicle card? We could put that on Joe. Yes, you do. Sure, a couple of drinks for she. Absolutely, you know, yeah. Do people in Connecticut drink a lot? You think she doesn't sound? Like, she doesn't seem like a big boozer. I so don't a think couple she of drinks. No. Yeah, twelve bucks after. <laughs> but she's coming from across the country, so that's. Uh, why don't we buy her a blended margarita? <laughs> you know what? I bet she could drink you under the table with your. <laughs> All right. How about that? 
How about we bring Andrea out of here to drink you under the table? And then we document it. Uh, we'll post the video. All right. So, yes. So, when she, if she comes out from Connecticut, we, we buy her drinks. Excellent. All right. Now, uh, well, apparently, Justin says that we have somebody doing an impression of David Brinkley. David Brinkley. You know, you're Brinkley. <laughs> oh, wow. You're Brinkley so much like, uh, because I do Brinkley. Pedantic. I find your cronkite pedantic and boring and re- sounding very much like Brinkley. You kicked my ass in the ratings for years, but then I called for the end of the Vietnam War and I kicked your ass. <laughs> All right, let's do this. And I always thought Huntley was a <laughs> pussy. <laughs> And now, live via satellite from New York, here's David Brinkley and comment. In 1968, a close friend uttered the irrepressible and unforgettable phrase, here, try some of this. Blonde Lebanese it was, a mere $20 a quarter. The same smoke now approaches $20 a gram, if you can find it. Most of the hash you get now is weak, stale, overpriced, and worst of all, impotent. When will the street dealer be able to consistently provide quality smoke? Seems that if you don't have a friend or two making the odd trip to the east now and then, you may as well smoke cork. <laughs> nice. That's the SNL. Who, who, who was that? Who was that? Was, uh, uh, well, you can't ask me today. No, I can't sorry, think no of name. anything. All I have in the brain here is, like, is uh, trout fishing and uh, mar- margaritas. Did you catch a lot of trout, by the way? I did, actually. Yeah, yeah significantly. Did amount. you fry it up? Yeah, I, I cleaned them yeah. and cooked them. That's hot. Yeah. You like that it's hot? Yeah, well, you, you probably just stick them in a blender. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, I just I'm can't shake beat that. dad for that. Uh, I feel I just, like I'm a Rodney King uh, at yeah, this point. I just this can't is shake awful. that. Wow. <laughs> Dear, oh, are we going to go with another no, let's call? No, let's go to another message. Okay. mail here. This ladders. Price. Ooh, ladders. <laughs> price in the 217. 217. Where the hell is that? Price. Is his name Price? That's kind of cool. That's kind of like an East Coast name. <laughs> Justin, Justin. Justin's like, do I really have Dear to look Q- it up? Dear Tim, QB, Justin, and all, greetings from the 217. I'm a longtime listener, I, I guess, and a first-time writer. I considered calling but wanted to hear QB say, Timothy von Gutmann, and hoped a letter that he had to read would lead to that. I'll leave it to Justin. What? Oh, it, it oh. looks like a Springfield, Illinois. Springfield, Illinois. Down Home of the Simpsons. That's right. You may know me as <laughs> Kit Brockman. I'll leave it to Justin to figure that out if he bothers where the two one seven is. But I'll oh, he least, bothered all right. No, I'll yeah. at least say that it's in the Midwest. I haven't heard many letters read or calls. Letters, r- letters read. read. Let me help you or, out here. Oh, or calls from the Midwest. So hopefully this will lead you guys to expanding your listener numbers beyond fifty to the great Midwest, also known as the flyover states. Yes, as. Uh, the derisive folks in Hollywood yes. would do that. The Hollywood Not elite. No. Yeah, Hollywood elite would do that. And the New York elite. But we are men of the people, of That's the right. cloth, of the land. I have uh, a number of questions which come to me since listening to your show and wondered which I should ask. Oh, well, just bring it. But considering that you guys may be out of jobs any day now, <laughs> perhaps it is best that I hit you with them all at once. <laughs> well, there's no mercy. Well, there is the no mercy. There really isn't. Wow. Number one, what's the difference between a movie critic and a TV critic? Have you ever had to fight or rumble with them like in Anchorman? If not, which movie critic would you like to pummel? Wow. Uh, well, first I, think... I would pummel our own movie critic. No, I'm just kidding. No. Ask Nick LaSalle. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I don't, I don't, we couldn't fight because we never see each other. Um, 
you know what the difference is? I, I got you. Want me to be honest? I'll tell you what the difference is. <laughs> we're we're we we are still in our organization of professionals. We have not sold out to the you know our the really good movie critics in this country. Unfortunately, have had their good work and stuff just like brutalized by hacks and 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 the the industry is just uh, the movie industry is using quotes from people they've basically set up and propped up. And I did a big old I did a big old. Uh, a blog post on this in the past, but uh, I wouldn't want to be a movie critic anyway. Movies are just most movies in most years. We've touched on this topic before. Are just you know they can they cannot compare to a really great ongoing storyline that's on television like The Wire or whatnot. Most movies are you got to open big, and so there's a, there's a, there's a sellout in the seed of the idea already. All right, go for it. <clears throat> Have you guys met the MythBusters crew? Because I think think they're somewhere in the Bay Area. They are actually yes, very close to where we live. By the yes. way. Lovely Alameda, correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, if so, is Carrie as hot in person as she appears to be on TV? Beauty and brains. Oh, did yeah, he have was, that? Did he cue the? He cued the lecherous growl here, and then he he gave us an additional growl if you deem appropriate for the second one. Yes, she is. I I I think she's hot. Yeah, you ever seen her? She's in had person? a baby. Yeah, uh huh. Sure. And MythBusters guys are great too, by the way. Lastly, TV casting must be a fine art. Can a good cast make a bad show good, or can a bad cast succeed with a good show? I think it is, that's actually a great question. Yeah, I mean, but but whether he can, what he's saying actually happens. I mean, look at, for example, let's modernize this. Nurse Jackie is, it has a lot of, you know, wonderful side characters, but no matter how good they are in their role, they're just, you know, if the, if the writing's not there, the writing is better than the cast. The writing's more important than the casting to me. On the other hand, you know, you, you look back on hit shows and you find out how they would have cast them. Like you see the early casting calls of actors they brought in and you just think, oh, no, oh, brutal, all in the family. There's some very famous people who didn't make that. And, and Seinfeld, some people who were up for the Seinfeld roles, that are, uh, not Seinfeld himself, but supporting actors who didn't get it. Uh, and you just can't see it any other way. I mean, obviously, we're sort of blind to it, 20, right. 20, 2020 hindsight there. But, um, yeah, I think a, a really good cast can help a series. But if the writing's not there, forget it. Can't be done. Way to pay attention, QB. Way to go. Uh, yeah. Anyways, boys, hopefully this email gets to you without being lost, deleted, destroyed, etc. And QB is able to read it from his BlackBerry. Uh-huh. Cheers and thanks for the laughs. Price in the 217. Thank Price. you for weighing in. For Thank that. you, Price. Springfield, where our president used to work. Really? Price knows us well, by the way. He knows yes. that we could have lost, mangled, uh, could have been some kind of electronic problem, and you were actually looking at your BlackBerry uh, I was, at uh, the end uh, of that As message. you were droning on with that thing. Oh, yeah. uh, Lehigh in Utah. Who? AKA... Oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. She was. Yeah, wow, you are just. This is uh, I'm Brian. Su- you Brian, are no I'm Cronkite. sorry from Lehigh, Utah. <laughs> Lehigh, Utah is a Mormon reference, aka the 801. Okay, Plang, she has a uh, he has a question about a comment about the Great White North. I said okay, playing the latest podcast number 126, and just heard yet another Great White North reference. As you appear to be SCTV fans, I feel compelled to share this little Rick Moranis gem with you. Was there something that he shared? Yeah, I sent it to, yeah. You have it? That, that was the Breakley thing. 
Oh, that was Rick oh, that Moranis? Was Rick Moranis. Oh, I thought that was Saturday Night Live. Oh, okay. It sounded like, what's his name from Saturday wasn't Night Live? Wasn't he on Saturday Night Live for a while? Didn't no, he have well, Saturday Night Live? No, uh, but that wasn't what I was thinking. That wasn't the character I was thinking from Saturday Night Live. I'm just spacing on who I thought it was. So that was Mick, Rick Moranis. <clears throat> oh, According to, been. what's his name? Nice. Yuku, 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 yuku. That's, that's how it started. Well, when it, So, <clears throat> wait a minute. That's uh, Salt Lake City, Utah? Or was yes. it Lehigh? No, Lehigh, Utah. Oh, L-E-H-I, so basically, yes. correct me if I'm wrong, somebody's... Chopping Taldar's beef now. Ooh, yes. Right? The Battle of Utah. The Battle right of Utah is on. The Utes, the clash of the Utes. Taldar, where are you? Or as Cronkite would say, bring it on, bitch. I am here. <laughs> Cronkite wouldn't say oh, that. That's, uh, I'm sorry, that was Taldar. <laughs> this is the CBS Evening News with Walter Cronkite and Taldar. <laughs> I'm reporting from Star Cluster 842. By the way, can I just tell our listeners? I know, Walter, you are a huge fan of the space exploration program, and I have been here for many years. Let me just tell our five listeners we have left that uh, you are ha- you, this, you're, there's joy on your face. You really love doing Cronkite. <laughs> I love doing Cronkite. Yes. Yeah. How much torture has <clears throat> the uh, Garefully ha- household suffered? A decent amount in yeah. the last uh, 48, 72 uh, hours. Jesus, yeah. I, can just, I can only imagine. Yeah. All right, let's go to another call. Hi, Tim, Justin. QB. This is DK from the 707. Uh, quick question on the uh, demise and uh, regretfully of uh, Pushing Daisies. The final show, what did you think of the way they tied up the loose ends? And uh, just some comments in general about the show, one of my favorites uh, in the uh, last several years uh, on network TV. And I'm not surprised it didn't last. The ones I really like never seem to. But I was curious, uh, my personal thoughts are that uh, the writers had a love it. Uh, they certainly got to probably put the most words uh, per minute in any TV episode ever. And the actors, I would think, probably really enjoyed it because it certainly was uh, dress up, make believe to the max. Uh, love the podcast most of the time. Uh, and uh, take care and keep it going. Bye-bye. Wow. DK from the 707. Uh 707. Now he's he's uh, he's chopping uh, Megan's beef when he's on 707. We have a lot of That's people right. who live in the 707. Yeah, a lot of big yeah. fans on these. Big fans. Big, fan, big fan. Big <laughs> fan. Uh, pushing. D- I have that on uh, my DVR. The f- final episode. You have not seen it yet. No. We go so, to another, call? but I do love that series. I am sadly that's one of the few. You know, I think we've talked about this briefly before. Uh, one of the few shows that where I can say I'm really sad to see that go. Hmm. You know, and. Um, <laughs> You know, too 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 soon. Really, very funny series, but it just a victim of the strike, and then it came back uh, with poor promotion from ABC and not the best episode ever that they returned on. Too complicated, mm. but uh, it will live on in a DVD format. All right. Hi, this is Charles from the nine one five on my way to South Dakota. I thought it'd be a good idea to listen to the TVTM along the way, and I was wrong. That was the worst thing I've ever, ever heard. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's uh, oh, Charles. We're going out on a high note there. Yeah. <laughs> what uh, you know? The, the problem with that call is he wasn't specific about which one was the worst thing he's ever heard. I know. Could it could, could be anything? It could have been the last four or five. No, that last one was pretty bad. Was it? Yeah. Really? I mean, serious. You're self. You're being self-critical. <laughs> I think a lot of them are really good. Look, let's look up. We have our map of Texas. Where Charles, uh, Charles from, from 915. El Paso, El Paso, which Paso. He sent us. Yes. 915. So he was going to South Dakota. 
Wow, he knows how to live. Man. <laughs> oh, a, oh, a bash. It is on. Wow. Uh, uh, what next, Merced? <laughs> no. Wow. That's California. Uh, by the way, uh, he might be right. Maybe we didn't bring up the... This, do you think this one raised a oh, lot? I think this one has been A lot of information, so not a whole of, lot of voices, but no. uh, you did a nice little uh, you know, stew there of uh, Dickie V and Putin. Oh, well, we've got a lot of voices in this Oh, one. yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. All right, All right, so let's. Uh, we're going to go to one more last letter, right? Yes. Okay. Dan in the nine one three. Oh God. Nine the cornfield on the prairie. Nine nine one three. Wow. Where let's look that? that up, Justin. Nine one three. He doesn't want to do it. Dear Mister Gutman. Mister Gutman. Standing or sitting in my. <laughs> sitting in my. I, You're terrible. I, well, what else is new? Atlantic. Sitting Terrible. in my little house on the prairie, wishing wishing it was the dock in the bay, I feel compelled to ask the great one a question about the series Dexter. Oh yes, Dexter. Mm-hmm. Why does everyone but me consider this to be a great show? Okay, before I answer that, I think we have a, we have a Kansas. 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 Wow, a lot of heartland calls. Wow, blowing in the wind. Yes. Ah. Everyone, <laughs> do it, do it. Dust in the wind. <laughs> Kansas. Someone's going to bring that back to us. You know what? We've painful. never, uh, we've never had a Kansas call. I, I think, think we did a couple weeks ago. This really? Show. Yeah. Was did. it Dorothy? <laughs> oh. All right, go. Oh, what Dexter? He doesn't yes. like Dexter. What? Mm. Why does everyone but, but me consider this to be a great show? Michael C. Hall is terrific as Dexter, and I yes. could overlook a few flaws in the basic concept i.e. blood splatter expert, a guy whose only job is analyzing how huge quantities of blood sprays around a room. But Dexter contains too much second-rate melodrama to be considered a first-rate series. Also, Dexter's girlfriend is unbearable, and I hated it. I'm starting to talk about content. <laughs> no, so Dexter's girlfriend is unbearable. <laughs> We should ask Uncle Walter to read this question. <laughs> oh, my God. It was always been an honor to me to read a question on the TVTM. <laughs> I hated his sister so much, I was actually hoping she would wind up murdered by the ice truck killer. I never went back after the first season. Oh, Every well, it got t- better. It, 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 no, that's, I loved the first season, but it got, Dexter got better. So, okay, I'm just going to interject there. Sorry. Every time I read praise for the show, I want to climb to the top of the mountain and scream... Dexter socks at the top of my lungs. <laughs> Kansas geography and a lazy disposition prevent such an endeavor, so I'm emailing you instead. Thanks for getting, letting me out of the system. I've kept it bottled up for too long. The real reason I'm asking you, uh, re- real reason I'm asking, I even, I even stumble as Uncle Walter. <laughs> That's okay. He did it all the time. And if you have any information about AMC's remake of The Prisoner, I'm a huge fan of the original series and have high hope for this one because it's on AMC, home of the incredible Breaking Bad and the Mighty Mad Men. Please pass along any impressions and opinions as soon as possible. Thanks, Dan of the 913 by the Cornfield on the Prairie. Wow, by the Cornfield on the Prairie. Thanks, Dan. Thank you for the... That's the way it is. (laughs) Thank you, Walter. Oh, my God. I I just can't get rid of you now. I'm going to actually have to... I will have to kill you. It's a four-man booth now. (laughs) Oh wow! Uh, only I, only I would think that was funny. Uh, wow! Uh, you know what? I have not seen uh, anything from the prisoner yet. Uh, I'm sure we will have a 
total glimpse of that when we get to the uh, press tour. I heard that's being made about the listeners of the TBTM <laughs> when they're listening. They're yeah. prisoners. <laughs> they're prisoners, especially Charles. Oh, wow. From uh, El Paso. He is, uh, he, now he's somewhere in, uh, I don't know, he went, South Dakota, maybe, maybe South Carolina is his next stop. He's hitting all the big states. <laughs> hey, oh, great one. We yes. uh, need to update something. When we last oh, uh, da, 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 met here da, da, with our uh, readers or listeners or whatever they are. Um, they're listeners. They're cherished, listeners. Cherished, listeners. Cherished, cherished listeners, yes. Uh, we announced our drive for five, <laughs> which is on the <laughs> my God, which on the Facebook we, oh. we were at four hundred and sixty-three. Three when we started the drive for five two weeks ago, and we were hoping to get to five hundred fans in the face TVTM Facebook yeah, drive page. for five. Justin, where are we? Let's go. Update four hundred sixty-seven. Yes. Oh. Oh my God! Oh, brutal! Four, four listeners. Maybe our, maybe we do suck. Maybe we suck so bad lately. No, this is this one is a great one. This is a classic. Hall of Fame first ballot. This this one right here. This one we're doing. Which oh yeah, this one. Yeah, this one. This is gonna they're gonna roll in after this. Yeah. Oh, four listeners. That's not even. You're not even telling a friend. You're not even telling. <laughs> we had four. That's not even a full team. Oh, come on. Coach Wooden always had four reserves, more than four reserves, for players who didn't put out. And you listeners are not putting out. Brutal. Make the effort. Just goes to show how pathetic the TV talk machine is. I'm not even a friend of it. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow, I don't know what's pathetic. With you. That is awful. That is awful. But before we close this out, we have what quickly want to point out a couple of things on Facebook. Uh, we want to personally apologize to Keith D. Jones, a fan of both the Bachelor Machine and the TV Talk Machine, who canceled his Chronicle subscription. And then, it, 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 as he says, it goes to a freaking collection agency. The guys uh, having trouble. Yeah, that's awful. You know, that's not that's not what a way to run a newspaper business. We are sorry. We didn't do it, but no. we're sorry. We're sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Does he, well, Uncle Walter, I want to tell him I'm sorry. But you have to keep reading newspapers as the backbone of journalism. <laughs> okay, great. All right, great. Uh, and Dave uh, said uh, he'd been going through the backlog of old episodes, and uh, he was wondering what, uh, during Tim's quote, vacations, and he was wondering what uh, some of our favorite episodes have been. Well, I can I agree with Charles that some of our favorite episodes have been uh, some of our not most recent ones. <laughs> you know, I'm fine with them. I don't, you know, come on. There's a lot of pressure here. Last one, I think we, I forget. We were kind of uh, we were kind of dizzy or something with that one. It was hey, oxygen deprived. You know, from the you, start. I'm just used to look. We're just we had no. That was one we had no no letters. We had nothing. I know it was bad. This one, <laughs> you know what? Let's apologize. All right, we are apologize sorry. Apologize to the nation. <laughs> I'm Brinkley. Yeah, and I apologize too on behalf of the TVTM. And I'm I'm gonna apologize too, Dora. I will apologize too, even though I, I there's. No pornography in TVTM. I will listen anyways, but I apologize for it. Who else? I don't know. Who else? Anybody else want to apologize? <laughs> I don't apologize. Coach Wooden was never into apologies. You put your best effort out there. You just you come out the next day and play your hardest. Goodman, it was her- horrible. <laughs> but we're, we're sorry. 
<laughs> Did you dig that up on yourself? Yeah. Angry Regis. He's on. What would the existential French woman talk about apology? Would she? Would she go I for don't an apology? She acknowledges apologies. No, she wouldn't. Right? The, you know, why, why do I apologize? It is, it is what it is. You know, it is a piece of crap. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why anyone listens, but I don't listen. Uh, but uh, yet, uh, as a as a member of the uh, cast, if you will, I will apologize for it. <laughs> I didn't even know if I was in that episode, was I? <laughs> no, you weren't. Sadly, you weren't because I do miss you. I do. I do, do love you. I love all French women. Uh, <clears throat> okay, so this What's is What's he doing after the podcast? <laughs> I'm going to kill Gronk. Oh, wow. All right, so you know what? This is Let's Sign Off, boys. This is it for a while because uh, yes. I'll be in L.A. And, uh, well, we look forward to your podcast from L.A. Yes. Your, your, your audio Twitters. Please do. And uh, we also will be uh, blogging a ton from the Death March with Cocktails. Well, I don't go down it. till uh, I go down Sunday, so we'll start looking for them like uh, next Monday. That'll be great. And yes. w- would you say the first one was again? The first uh, what network is up for? Uh, cable's first, I believe. Oh, so it's like good. four or five days of cable. So oh, good. Yeah. It'll be, uh, I'll be running amok, working hard. <laughs> and is this, where is this again? This is this in is LA. At the former in... Ritz Carlton, now the Langham, the boutique hotel in uh, uh, Pasadena. Pie and burger time. Also, if we have any listeners from Pasadena, make your presence known. Let's meet at Pie and the Burger. At any particular time. Well, I'll just I'll cut out it. One of the niche cable channels. Just forget it. Is it just contact you through the blog? Sure. No, you what? just cut out on the niche yeah. cable channel. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be USA. We're doing Royal Pains, on, and I haven't done it. And George Z doesn't want to know about it. I'm going to be at Pie and Burger. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the way it was. That was me. That was good. That huh? was good. Pretty yeah. Good. How about? But I'm going to cede it to you. Why don't you? Uh, <laughs> why don't you? Should we do the numbers? Or does it matter? Yeah, let's do the numbers. Oh, questions stack, stack up. up. Yes. Oh my god, yeah. questions stack. When you're gone, people, it's almost like a a, a panicky situation. You know, it's like a, you know, uh, I once uh, n- knew a therapist who said, uh, <laughs> "I'm not going to be around, but um, if you have any questions, you can just call and leave it on my answering machine." Oh, that's yes. very good. And I do feel like a therapist many times. Yeah, you're sort of I'm a TV, television television yeah. therapist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. TV therapist. So if you are mm-hmm. calling from uh, in this country, the number is eight 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 SFC. TV TM, that's toll free. If you're calling from, say, France, perhaps, uh, you can call us at 415 777 8821, not toll free, uh, but not too expensive. And if you want to send us an MP3, like uh, our uh, a good friend did, and we didn't know who it was, but it was apparently Rick, Rick Moranis doing uh, uh, David Brinkley, and a wonderful job at that, uh, you can send it to <laughs> podcasts, plural, at sfgate.com. And, uh, you know, let them stack up. Uh, don't fear. Sing us a song if you want to. And when I get back from Los Angeles, we will get back on the uh, TVTM bandwagon and we will turn out. Uh, apologies to Charles, but we will turn out more podcasts and we'll try to do better. Yes. Hopefully you can listen to this one on the way back from South Dakota. Yeah. No, it won't be in South Dakota then. He'll be uh, going through uh, name a <laughs> state. How about Wyoming? Wyoming. There you go. <laughs> apologies to Wyoming. <laughs> <laughs> name. <laughs>